0: Hey everyone welcome to the wild and uncut podcast brought to you by ruger i'm your host christy titus thank you for tuning in the line is going hot so let's go full send on this episode it changes lives and and these women on this panel are doing remarkable things you ladies are all doing remarkable things and that's the importance of being in this group
1: All right, so we are tossing mics back and forth. Do you want to start? Let's do some introductions. Do you want to start? Jen, you want to start it out?
2: Good morning, ladies. ladies. I'm Jen O'Hara. Whoa. Hold on. I'm Jen O'Hara from Girls with Guns Clothing, CEO and co-founder. Happy to be at my fifth conference. So actually I did skip one in there after Olivia was born, but just wanna say welcome and thank you ladies um, for being such a big part of Girls With Guns and everything that we do and helping us evolve and grow as a company.
3: Good morning ladies, Brandy Collins. I'm with Glock and I'm at the headquarters. Love Glock girls. Um, and I am out of, based out of Smyrna, so I am at headquarters with the marketing communications team. And this is my fifth conference. And happy to be here, and I brought a whole gang of the girls with me from Glock, so if you guys haven't stopped over to say hi to the ladies, make sure you do that.
4: Hello everyone, I'm Gabby Franco. <laughs> I'm with Walter, very happy to be here. I do not remember it, this is my fifth, my sixth <laughs> annual meeting, but I know it's been here since the first time
5: they called me. So I'm very happy to be here. Sum awesome enough. Hi, y'all. Uh, my name is Casey Woods. I'm the executive director of a nonprofit called Forge. We are the only national nonprofit that's specifically focused on working from within the firearms community on non-political projects and gun suicide and gun homicide. And I'm here at the, the, this conference. It's my first one. And uh, here talking about all the wonderful ways that we've gotten to work with y'all, with uh, chapter leaders around the country on a big theft prevention campaign that we have called Protect What Protects You. So I'll be talking about that later today. We'd love to see some of y'all in the session and excited to be here.
6: Nice. Nice. Hey, guys. My name is Shelley Hill, and I'm with the complete show. Shelley- And I'm with The Complete Combatant, and uh, what I'm here for today or this weekend is image-based decisional drills and making really good decisions. This is my first time I've been here, and uh, yeah, so uh, this is the first time I've actually seen this panel, so I'm really excited to be a part of this and see what, uh, what this next hour and a half brings. So thank you so much, guys, for having me.
4: Hold my beer. <laughs> so,
7: my name is Rhonda. I know a bunch of you guys because I'm also a Kentucky um, chapter leader. So, I've been, thank you, thank you. So, I've been to all except one, all except the very first one. So, what's that, five? We had six? So, yeah, I started in, um, in Arizona, in the hot Arizona air. So, um, I'm so happy to be here. I'm representing Gun Token Mamas. I've been here, uh, I mean, I've been working with Gun Totem Mamas for almost three years now, but I actually have been involved with Gun Totem Mamas for much longer than that because I had a gift shop that I ran, and, um, and I carried the product once I started shooting guns when I was over 20. <laughs> I didn't start shooting, no kid until I was in my 50s, and so uh, I started carrying them at my gift shop and fell in love with the product. And then started with the Well-Armed Women and fell in love with Miss Claudia. Hmm. Um, I will tell you that I have never been valued anymore in any job I've ever done in my life. So this is is my retirement job. And Claudia will always say, okay, Rhonda, let me know if I'm giving you too much because you're supposed to be retired. (laughs) So... So um, I'm happy to be here. I, I don't know if I can answer all your questions, yeah. but you know I know where to take them. Okay, so thank Basically you. Usually from
1: here down. Thank you
7: so much.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> thank you. Round of applause for these ladies. <laughs> right. Got the mighty iPad. I hope you ladies have been sending questions in on the app. And if uh, if that is not the case, you know how we roll around here. This is North Carolina. You can just Holler it out! We holler a lot around here. All right, let's start. I think a holler is something different than what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting feisty with me this morning. Can we tell? I like I it. I had a I, lot
0: of. I had a lot of coffee.
1: I think it was a sparkle jacket. It brings a whole new personality out. I like that's it. Right. That's right.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Are you ladies ready to go? You're in the hot seat. I think the first question. Let's see. After the, crazy, after the crazy of last year, yeah. with, uh, with regard to firearms and ammo sales, how are y'all doing in terms of manufacturing and product in stock? Who wants to take that one?
3: You want me to answer that, from a manufacturer That is fitting. We can do a couple answers, yeah. So for Glock in particular, we have ramped up manufacturing since day one. Uh, even the majority of our marketing team has gone down on the production line. We have not slowed down one bit. Uh, our employees are 100% b- taking precautionary measures. Um, obviously our safety and the health concerns of our employees are, are number one, um, but we've continued to maintain production throughout. As far as an inventory standpoint, we don't sell direct to, um, individuals so we've maintained that distribution through our dealers and our dealers and distributors have said that we've been able to maintain their required inventory um, at levels higher than any other manufacturer in particular so I feel like we've really kind of pushed that to the forefront to make sure um, especially with the increase in first-time purchases over the last year and a half it's been really important for us to continue to meet the demand of the market so hopefully you guys are seeing that out at the dealers um, if you're not it it's starting to kind of get trickled down through the distributor level even more so but um, does that answer that and Jen give Jenna You wanted to add on that too?
0: Yeah. Okay, so this is, why is it with this mic? (laughs) So
2: not from a firearms perspective, but just um, because I had this question asked a lot during um, off-range day. Same thing with clothing. We have like a supply chain issue. And so I had a lot of ladies ask us about that, um, in particular plus sizes. So I wanted to add on to that because there are a lot of issues coming out, COVID. COVID workforce, as we all know, a lot of people aren't working and aren't planning on going back anytime soon. So we're experiencing that throughout as well in the clothing side of the supply chain. So um, things are starting to ramp up and we're hoping that by 2022 we can catch up on our end.
0: Anybody else? Anybody else want
2: to? You can use
7: that mic. I think we
0: got
2: this on. test
0: test
7: test Yep, test. yep it's on. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, so... Uh, Supply, of course, the supply chain is an issue like Jen was talking about. Our factory is up and going, and I'm telling you, they've been charging forth. So um, until the last few months, actually, we've been doing really well until raw materials became a product, uh, became an issue. Um, And so you all be patient with the people who are selling you hats and shoes and clothing and gun stuff and ammo and whatever, because it's all over. I mean, it's just—it's a challenge, and so um, we've had issues. You know, we get stuff in, and we get it to Chicago, which is where it goes through customs for us, and and it will sit in the in the um, in the parking lot, <laughs> for better, lack of a better term, it'll sit in the lot on trucks for weeks, and it's like. Fifteen twenty minutes from our warehouse, and we're just like chomping at the bit. So, um, wow. you know, just be be patient. we everybody's doing the best they can. We're we're up and running, like like Jen was saying, and and things are going good. And then you'll have something, you know, something that falters. And so, um, we just kind of keep hanging in there.
1: So uh, we'll get back. The world will get back to a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: patience. I like that. I need more of that. <laughs> So we are. Yeah. The next question is for Shelley. Um, do you have any plans to make IBDD available in PowerPoint? Yes.
6: Sorry. Do I really need this, guys? Anybody? <laughs> well, <laughs> I
0: think okay. the virtual does. <laughs> uh,
6: yeah, uh, absolutely. What we're working on now is an online version, uh, not... A instructor course that really has to be in person, guys, for, for two days. But as far as a PowerPoint, anybody that has taken the, the image-based decisional drills, the instructor cert, they got the PowerPoint that I use to teach. So they get everything that I have, um, just hands down. So uh, any tricks of the trade, how you set things up, the full PowerPoint on a three-hour class or a full-day uh, eight-hour class, they get everything. And then, of course, they can morph it to make it their own. So, yes, absolutely.
1: Fantastic, Great.
6: Thank you, Shelley.
1: All right, the next question is for Ms. Brandy Collins. Can we expect new content and product from Glock in the near future that is focused on women?
3: Yes, absolutely. I think that's always really important for us in general. Um, Being a female in the industry, I feel like I've always really advocated to get more in front of that. Uh, I will say that both Mr. and Mrs. Glock are involved in the day-to-day of the business, and Mrs. Glock, obviously being a female um, involved in the industry, is very passionate about making sure that we support other females in the industry. So that is anything from our core product of firearms, which I mean, as you guys are familiar, um, most of you in this room, I'm sure, with the you know the Glock 43. Um, I feel like that really kind of transcended a lot of um, concealed carry capabilities for a female in the industry. So carrying on from that, we're continuing to develop product and listen to the needs of the females in the industry outside of our core product as well. You'll notice we have a lot of specific commerce goods that are geared more towards ladies, um, the shirt that I'm wearing, um, which many of you have seen, uh, is very specific to just this event to the females in the industry, things like that. So we are trying to focus content on making sure that it's not just for females, but also relatable to females that are interested in learning more about firearms education and about self-protection. Yeah, that's
0: great. Gabby, there's a lot of ladies that want to know, if there would be one thing you could pass on to women shooters, what would it be?
4: Share your knowledge. One thing that I believe that us as educators, because if you teach others, don't hold back. If anyone who has taken my classes know that I push you and I try always to make the, bring the best out of you. And um, you as leaders always try to do that for your students, but also listen to them. I think one of the biggest mistakes as instructors is that we, become, we interject and say what we think is wrong with them immediately instead of asking questions. Like, what's wrong? Why what do you think has happened to you? Let's have this conversation so I can understand you from your perspective and I can better help you. That's
0: really great advice. Yeah,
1: we clap for that. Yeah. That's fantastic advice. All right, this one is for you, Casey. Could you tell us more about the different ways chapter leaders have taken the FSA campaign out into the community?
5: Yes, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Um, I, at, a, at my session, I said, I started out saying that um, when I first uh, got connected with the national leadership of Tiwa, um, they were trying to break it down to me, who y'all were and what this organization was like. And they said, well, just, just basically, it's a bunch of type A women gun owners. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, like, yes. Like, I am going to get along just fine in this community. Um, and that has proven to be the case. Uh, last year, I, some of y'all might have seen my session on the Protect What Protects You campaign. Uh, There's 400,000 guns that get stolen every single year from individual owners. It's one of the top sources of guns used in crime. And so we developed this campaign, this educational campaign. Then we partnered with TWA to, to develop a training video and a training topic with decks that any chapter leader could use. And then amazing things started to happen. I started to get these emails from women around the country who had taken it and put it to use in other ways. I'm a firearms instructor and now I use it in every single one of my classes. I took it to our home range and now it's part of the new member orientation. I took it to my retailer and now I did, we actually collaborated with them to develop a staff training so that their staff could talk about gun theft at every sale, right? And lots of other ways, I'm I'm actually uh, profiling six leaders in six states, and we calculated the impact, just the rough low-level impact, the the minimum was 150,000 people that they had reached by taking this campaign out there. And so what I'm telling folks is, you know, my call to action, if you come to my session, is every single person at this conference does just one thing. We can reach, reach a million people in the next year. Wow. And so Impressive. really trying to get folks involved, and so I would love to work with all of you.: That's nice. Thank you. Thank you.)
1: And just a reminder, we have some great questions coming in. Uh, so you ladies here and virtually. Vote them. Now, yeah, now that you're getting to know the panelists and we've done a welcome and you, you kind of get um, the new panelists and what they do, please get on here and ask questions and then vote. If you don't have a question, there are plenty of questions on here that you can vote. Uh, and, and we are asking the ones that have the highest votes first. So I wanted to let you guys
0: know that. There's something you want to hear, absolutely. So we're getting a lot of questions um, from you ladies on the perspective of, you all do so much for the well-armed woman. Outside of using your product lines, what can us as chapter leaders and members do to help all of you?
2: I think speaking from the perspective right now in the world we live in, social media is huge, right? So what we're seeing is um, we try to really combine our efforts with the Well-Armed Woman and any of you guys on an individual level as well as um, your chapter members getting out there, hashtagging us, tagging our products, um, showing it in a natural lifestyle way, not a salesy way, but really talking about what you love about different products. And I think that probably goes for all of us here who have products that that, Coming from a realistic, um, authentic a person is probably more than anything we can ask for or ever pay for.
6: Anybody else? Yeah. Um, hello, yeah, there we go. Um, ditto, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, what I find with the type of training we do What is also very helpful is if you've uh, been through the image based or you've bought a kit and you've worked with it, um, to ask questions because when you guys ask questions online on the social media side, it's going to help other people. If you write a review and it comes from your heart and it's authentic, then that goes a lot further than a $10 marketing campaign. It's got to come from you guys. So if you find value, and I'm not, hopefully I'm talking for everyone else, if you find value in what we do up here and of course the other people associated, you've got to use your voice. And let people know that you do find value in, in in the product or the idea or whatever. Because you guys speaking up for us is much more value than a $10 thing you buy on Facebook. So it's all about you guys, actually.
7: Yeah, just kind of to echo what they were saying. Um, with social media is huge. Whenever I'm... Uh, I'm an account, uh, corporate account manager with Gun Mamas and so whenever I talk to, especially new accounts and stuff, I'm like, how much, you know, how interactive or how active are you on social media? Because I see the stores that are active on social media just like, I mean, they've got stuff on Facebook every day. You see it coming up all the time. So what I think we would ask of you, those of us who are doing product, which I guess is everybody, um, interact with us on Facebook. Don't just look on there and like it, make a comment. Um, as far as gun Tote, and mamas, send us stuff. I'm not kidding you guys. Send us pictures, send us videos, send us design ideas. Tell us you want color. Tell Claudia you want that beautiful le- that yellow leather. Because I tell her that every day. <laughs> I need that beautiful leather, that beautiful yellow leather. How many of you, uh, how many of you like your little, your little deerskin wallets? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I know the little the the little zip wallets came in the yellow, and so did the kiss lock. So um, my my dear friend and state leader Robin like flipped out of their chair whenever she got hers out of the bag, and it was the yellow one. So, but no kidding. Send us design ideas. Send us uh, you know things that you want that make things better for you. Gun Totem Mama's tagline is we're serious about women's protection and I will tell you all that anytime we're meeting together, that's what Claudia is asking. What can we do that not not only makes it things that you like or things that fit in your lifestyle, you know, purse carry-wise and stuff, but also what can we do that makes it faster for you, easier to get to your firearm? Um, How can we promote uh, um, off-body carry as a valid method? Um, How many of y'all took our class the other day, Donna? Mine class, so, so you know that we're, we're working on doing, um, uh, getting more of you educated as far as instructor certifications so you can teach your ladies how to do this. I think all of you all found that it's a valid way to carry it. Some of you came in not thinking maybe that it was, and, um, and you kind of went away thinking, you know what, I, I see this as a valid holster system. So um, get the word out there. Help us, you know, help us spread what we're doing. I think that's, that's the main thing.
5: Well, I'm going to make a plug. I I don't sell a product, but we work very collaboratively. So we created all these new things this year in response to the suggestions from the chapter leaders. We created that sales script. We created that training for retailers. We created a different set of decks to make it easier. People came to us and said, we need this to go do, take this out of the community. And so ideas like that, we welcome them to build it and make it stronger.
4: I also think it's also important that you remember that you are messengers. We are here also for the Second Amendment, whether you love the Walters. (laughs) But um, be out there, make those videos because you like them. You help to promote, uh, to help other women know why you love and you support the Second Amendment, at the end of the day, it helps the industry in general. And I think that's very valuable.
3: Yeah, I was actually going to say the exact same thing. I think the knowledge is the important thing. Um, As Gabby mentioned earlier, continue to share your knowledge and the more you educate new people coming in or even people that are experienced and may have learned different things along the way. The pr- whether it's product-based, whether it's safety aspects, the more you continue to share that, that that trickles down. And that's really important, I think, for all of us of value. And the second thing um, that I think is helpful, as mentioned already as well, is sharing your content. So. Mm-hmm. Um, for us on social media, we have a lot of people after us. So I don't know if you guys are aware, but people are always trying to suppress the conversation. You all know that. But it's getting a lot more intentional on social media. And so it, tomorrow it could not be there for the firearms industry. And we, that's one of the reasons why we really truly do value your ability to share the, different aspects about the firearm community with new members and new people that you meet every day. Mm-hmm.
6: Absolutely. Yeah. May I say one more thing. Mm-hmm. This is a little outside the box, but I'd like to thank Brandy. She is speaking from absolute experience and her heart. Uh, six years ago, I reached out to her at Glock, I mean it. <laughs> so we're thanking you guys and letting you guys know how to help us. What she is speaking is truth. Six years ago, I reached out to her with something, an idea I had called the mingle. It was four hours long. And I reached out to her and I said, will you help me and give me a pistol donation letter? And she said, absolutely. And for six years in a row, she's helped us raise from the start of nine years ago, but we have raised almost $100,000 from all of our fundraising, and it started with Glock giving us, and now we're six years into it, and it's two days and it needs to be three days because you stand behind exactly what you just said. So no, tears for you. Kudos.
1: I can tell you took that to heart because your eyes started oh, to well up and yeah, I was sorry, like, sorry. she's going to make me cry. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but... We're all going to be a puddle up here. It's okay. Well, this is- know I think everybody can relate to this is we're all on the same team and we're all here to support and encourage and embrace each other but we're trying to to raise so much awareness and recognition of there's so much power behind each one of us that's a member of this organization and like you said if you impact one person it changes lives, and, and these women on this panel are doing remarkable things. You ladies are all doing remarkable things, and that's the importance of being in this group. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead.
1: We're gonna keep it down there with um, Glock, and Gabby, I'm sure you can. I mean you can also. chime in on behalf of Walter, but,
0: first <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it's not bad. Is there going to be a discounted program
3: with Walther or Glock Ooh. this year? Oh, so I get this question from you ladies all the time. Some of you know the answer to this. Um, but what I recommend is joining our Glock Sports Shooting Foundation yeah. program. Yeah. It is literally the best kept secret of the company. It was started by Mr. Glock so that people could take a brand new purchase, go get involved and not feel like they're getting intimidated by that world of competitive shooting. So you can literally take everything that you purchase right out of the box, go straight and start shooting. With the Sports Shooting Foundation, you do an annual membership, it's $35, you get a pistol uh, blue label discounted coupon. You get that every year that you're a member, it pays for itself for that $35, and you get to go shoot and share the experience. If you haven't gone, I would strongly encourage you to go. Um, It's a great opportunity to shoot with your family or together with friends, um, and just get out there and, and enjoy the time on the range and still get a discounted gun.
4: (laughs) Well, unfortunately cannot speak in that capacity because I don't have knowledge of that. But uh, as you know, Walther has, in the past, done it, and and they have offered different type of um, opportunities for people to have discounted guns. Just look the in the future, and I'll definitely talk to them and, you know, (laughs) talk to your leaders or the team. And if something's coming up, you will definitely know.
0: Thank you, ladies. So ladies, we have had such a huge increase in firearms owners over the past 18 months. And the ladies of the Well-Armed Women wanna know if this has changed your approach, has it influenced new product design and outreach and education uh, efforts that your companies are individually making?
3: Um, I'll start real quickly just kind of by saying that I think we, would be ignorant not to acknowledge it, but I am very proud that as a company, I think we were on the forefront. I think a lot of us up here were on the forefront of, that's always been a priority for us. That's why we are where we are. So it didn't take this increase um, to make us become more aware of that. It has, however, um, continued to help bring visibility to my leadership of why it is so important, all these things that I've been advocating on behalf of females out there, um, and, and I think that they're starting to listen a lot more than they were in the industry before. They're, they recognize our importance.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, on behalf of Walter, I don't think that has changed much in the sense that they have recognized for the past few years how women have taken over pretty much in the farms industry and how it's growing. So, yeah. Yeah, applause
1: mm-hmm. well, for that.
4: So their North continues the same, which is satisfied satisfy the needs and finding ways to build and be creative to produce a firearm that better suits women. I think um, this new trend or more shooters is also an eye-opening for all of us. It is the re- one that we need to maintain our values strong and know that messaging is the same so it doesn't lose its meaning. And I think that goes across the, the farm industry in general, that we are committed to the bringing a good product that is not only good for the brand per se, but it brings value to you, high quality, and it serves
0: its purpose. Jen, did you want to add anything?
2: Well, girls with guns kind of speaks for itself. We're owned by women, made for women. Um, One of the things that I've seen is, um, you know, we started out as a t-shirt and hat company 12 years ago in our garage. So the evolution is huge. Then primarily a hunting outerwear company. And when we started making the transition was five years ago. So luckily for us, we were ahead of the trend thanks to you ladies. Um, I remember my first industry panel conference, and um, I was telling this story, and I was standing up and talking sizing, and some of the ladies were like, oh no, just sit down, let us tell you, (laughs) embarrassed me for a minute, but they were right, and the greatest thing is that we listened, so we've seen this transition, and with these new gun owners, um, girls with guns is making a transition into, or has been for the last couple years, the concealed carry realm. And we are seeing it all over. And um, it's huge right now. And education is huge for us. So we're really trying to focus on educating by not only um, myself as the CEO, becoming more educated by instructing, by going, continuing my training. That's the only way we can get better. We're always improving. My grandma used to say, if you stop learning, you're dead. So we are trying to learn and be better and evolve as a company. And um, thank you for the ladies who came by because they listened to the things that I told them about. Hey, we started here, this is a generation one. We're all the way in generation three on our concealed carry leggings now and they're just getting better. So hang tight, lots of cool stuff to come from us on our end.
6: Kind of talking again about the Mingle. Uh, The Mingle is a weekend event uh, that is uh, invitation only for ladies that are in the firearms industry, which could be instructors. It could be products, that type of thing. So when I mention the Mingle, that's what it is. The Mingle is changing because of the new firearms. Um, uh, purchases from tons of women. Um, the, it used to be people coming for continuing education for themselves because they wanted to be more proficient or something to the that effect. The last two years, we have new instructors coming because they want more knowledge to teach others. So it used to be they were coming because they wanted their own continuing education. And now they're just, they're just everybody's seeking as much knowledge as they possibly can to help all these new gun owners. And I've seen a change in that uh, within the two years. And I think it's really because of the new gun owners. And people's mindset is changing to help others more than themselves right now.
0: And also, um, one of the things that I've seen that Ruger has done that I think is really remarkable is the LCP-2380, I know is a lot of ladies' favorite, you know, kind of that micro-compact concealed carry option, <clears throat> and they came out with a twenty two version long rifle, same, same pistol as you're going to carry, but chambered in twenty two with a light rack slide. And that slide is really easy for people that have reduced grip strength, to be able to operate that semi-automatic and get out there and train. We all know how hard it is to find ammunition. And that twenty-two is a great, great way to get out, train, practice your concealed carry drawing, practice doing whatever you wanna do without having to have that big spend on ammo. And then you put your 380 in your pocket and you've practiced and you have that extra confidence. And, and I think that there's a lot of firearms manufacturers that are just doing such a great job really paying attention to ammunition supply and demand and then training, the, the necessary component of training that we all take so seriously.
7: Um, I was just going to add to much of what they've said is um, it's created such an opportunity and in fact a responsibility of us as instructors and as leaders because, I mean, how much growth have you all seen in your your chapters of brand new gun owners? I mean, the women are just, you know, they're women that you thought would never, ever carry a firearm, Mm
6: -hmm.
7: buy one, shoot one just for fun you know, on Sunday afternoon with their boyfriend, much less own and carry one. And so um, you, most of us remember what it was like when we started out. We were uh, clueless. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I was, in, I was in my early 50s, I think, and, and I, you know, I went to a um, concealed carry class just for fun, because I like to do something new every year, add to my knowledge, and told my husband I'm going to do that, and had no intention of ever carrying a firearm, much less becoming an instructor and working for our... Gun Purse Company. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, so I think we don't know where they've been. We have to be sensitive to what their background is. And, uh, but there's a lot of new ladies out there and they're starting from scratch and it's up to us, I think, to help them get, you know, get to the point where they're, they're protecting themselves and their family and safe and so what an opportunity. What, a, what an opportunity that we've seen in the last year or two to really grow,
1: so. Just embrace that, go with it. Great. All right, the next question is for you, Casey. Statistically, how likely is a woman to use a firearm in suicide? What can we, as chapter leaders, do with regard to suicide by firearms in our male and female
5: populations? Um, We also work in suicide prevention, which you know, Morgan. Um, We have a big veteran suicide prevention project called the Overwatch Project. And essentially we're building the friends don't let friends drive drunk model, so this is just you and your friends and your family, somebody you're worried about someone, you're trying to help them get help, but while you're there have a conversation about their firearms, because unfortunately 70% of veteran suicides are with firearms. Um, And we are actually, uh, I'm announcing in my sessions and asking people to participate, we um, are starting a process now with y'all on developing the first, uh, suicide prevention initiative from the perspective of women gun owners. Um, men are more likely to uh, attempt suicide with a firearm and die by suicide with a firearm, but women, obviously, are you know spouses, family members, friends who could be the folks who could inter- intervene. Um, and it's again, we are all non-political. Uh, we don't get into the question, none of this stuff, the political nonsense about this uh, issue. We're just about saving lives and empowering people to make individual decisions in their lives that can save others. Um, I was telling Morgan yesterday on, we were like, doing a, I don't even know where that was going. It was going somewhere. We were taping something virtually. And um, you know, I said, gun owners own firearms to save lives they wanna protect each other, they wanna protect their families and their communities. And as an organization, we're all about how we give them more ways to do that. And that may be intervening to help a friend who's hitting rock bottom and who might hit rock bottom with that firearm right there. Or it may be protecting your firearms from theft, You know, all these new gun owners that we're talking about. You know, 400,000 guns are getting stolen right now. Like what's gonna happen when a lot of people are out there who don't know as much Uh, maybe leaving it in places that it shouldn't be left. So we're all about how we create ways for people to help each other. And um, we're enlisting folks on this gun suicide initiative. Uh, Everything we do is collaborative. We want lots of opinions. We want people to tell you what we need, how to talk about it, what should we be giving you that you can use. And so we really invite all of y'all to participate in that process.
1: Do you want to plug the website?
5: Oh, the Overwatch Project. um, Overwatchproject.org is uh, our Veteran Suicide Prevention Initiative. How, how many of y'all are veterans or who uh, are family member of veterans? Um. Right. So I don't want anybody to be shocked. Uh, it's a very blunt campaign. Our, our call to action is just effing ask, but I'm keeping it clean here and for the people who might have kids in the room back home. But it's really blunt and it really is just get out there and ask. If you have veterans in your life, you need to be checking it up on them right now because it is a really rough time and I you know, personally have people in my circle who are struggling profoundly right now. This is the moment you call them and just effing ask. Like, you know, don't be afraid to go there, have a conversation, are you okay, what's going on? Take, we want, I'm here to support you, your service is valued and honored. This is the moment to do that. So that's another call to action to y'all. If you've got veterans in your life, reach out to them right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, So important, thank
0: you. That's brilliant. Anybody else? Jen, um, can you give us ladies a sneak peek of what we might be seeing in the near future from the Girls With Guns Concealed Casual Collection?
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, I'm
2: wearing one of our brand new leggings. These are the back of the blue leggings. Um, we have updated all of our styles to have um, left and right hand holsters. We have trigger protection. And I know, I know. Thank you, lefties. <laughs> you guys came at us hard, so we went for it. <laughs> so all of our styles will, we only have appendix carry. Um, it's just a, for us, it's where we feel most comfortable carrying, and so we're passing that along in our styles. Um, right now, we have Six new colorways coming out in November, supply chain issues pending. Um, They're supposed to be here in November. We've updated all of our jackets, and um, they now have concealed carry pockets. For those of you who came to class, you guys saw the way that you can add your own holster so that you can carry any size firearm. You aren't limited. Um, Really fun. I talked to a lady about this yesterday. We have... um, In late 2022, we have a new skirt coming out, and it's going to be a skort because we will have the shorts underneath with the same style pockets as we have here. So you can add your cell phone, whatever you need, and um, it will also have left and right hand holsters. Um, we would love feedback. We have some survey questions online and things that you guys want to see. What do you want to see from us? Um, it's really nice. One of the things about our holsters is how comfortable they are to wear inside and you just don't even know you're wearing your firearm. Um, I think it's really important that we will grow and improve. So any feedback from you guys, we appreciate a hundred percent.
1: I did see some. I, yeah, it's on there. I did see uh, a comment here that a suggestion, elbow length sleeves for um,
2: just jackets? products I think in general. Oh, that's actually something that, okay, I like the elbow length too because I'm too hot blooded to wear, look it, here we go. <laughs> um, There is one other thing that I wanted to talk about. We don't have this product here. Um, We have our Generation 1 Tomboy hoodie. um, And what it has is a pass-through so that if you were ever in a self-defense situation, you could access your firearm through a pocket that is a false pocket. So the Generation 2 Tomboy is actually like a slouchy, comfortable sweatshirt material with thumb holes. We have three different colorways. It's coming out in November. Uh, freight and supply chain pending. But again, it has a false pocket. So it's like a regular hoodie. It's plain, um, simple. It has just a simple um, concealed casual CC logo. So nobody knows. And it matches anything with three different colorways. So things like that that will be coming out that can be more mainstream that you can wear every day. I'm probably going to live in that this winter. It's not too heavy, not too light. It doesn't have a hood. So you can dress it up a little bit. Great. Shelly, Shelley,
1: all right, this one's for you. How often do you recommend working with IBDD? They say dry fire 20 minutes a day makes a huge improvement in shooting. Anything relatable to that with IBDD?
6: You bet. Um, if you do dry practice or dry fire and you follow that regimen, then just add a card or two in. You don't need to make it anything more than what it is. You just need to practice it like you would practice anything. Verbal commands, get in front of the mirror. Practice saying no and practice meaning it. Find what works for you and use that escalation of your voice, but you've got to practice it. So truly, I mean, in the perfect world, do I do it every day? No but I do dry practice every single day for at least five minutes. And if I can bring in the decision-making cards, I do that really, honestly, guys, just a couple times a month, to be honest with you. All you wanna do is make sure that that perishable skill stays up in the front and doesn't get too far back there. So you find what works for you, but it's just a matter of practicing. That's it, just like practicing the piano, practicing your proficiency. Some people need a little more, some people need a little less. So it's your, it's your call, guys, but it does need to be practiced and put it in with your dry practice and your life. There's nothing funner, I gotta tell you, when you go to the range, and you flip that card, you may not be able to use your holster, but you can still pick it up from the bench and make decisions. That's fun. (laughs) So, thank you.
0: Thank you, Shelley. Casey, um, this one's for you. With the surrounding atmosphere, um, excuse me, with the atmosphere surrounding law enforcement at this time, have you or are you developing a program for
5: law enforcement personnel like you've done for veterans? Yes, that's actually one of our next expansions of the Overwatch Project. There is a lot of overlap in the veteran and law enforcement communities. And um, unfortunately, uh, you know seventy percent of veteran suicides are with firearms. 80 to 90% of law enforcement suicides are with firearms. And there are, you know, you had the Chicago Police Department that lost five officers to suicide in the span of a few months last year. I mean, it is truly like I'm, it's, it's hard to even talk about um, just how hard it is right now in terms of suicide prevention. And we really, um, we have actually partnered with a couple of law enforcement departments and we're putting in grant requests to develop something specifically for them. I mean, it's very complicated because they carry for work, right, and they're worried that that stigma could potentially cost them their ability to do their jobs, right. And so um, destigmatizing these conversations, you know, making it normal to talk about firearms and suicide, making it something that's not going to get either a mil- active military who we also work with, penalized and and affect their careers, but also law enforcement. So we're working on creative ways to do that. Um, If there are law enforcement folks in the room, we're also welcoming that feedback um, because it is really critical. We are not going to bring these numbers, these suicide numbers down until us as the firearms community really claims and owns that conversation in ways that destigmatize it and make it easier for people to talk about it. So I really encourage y'all to do that. Um, and again, we welcome feedback on the, 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 the things. We're also working on a, a program for veteran family members. You know, our Overwatch project is peer-to-peer. We also know that the spouses and family members are often the first to see something is wrong. So how do they have that conversation? So these are many of the things that we're working on. We're going to continue to expand because this is really, really an urgent issue right now. Thank you. All right, this one is
1: for Gabby. Are you planning any online or in-person
4: training classes in the near future? Well, for those of you who don't know, I went back to school two years ago. (laughs) After 20 years of graduating high school. So it's been challenging for me. Um, But to that point, yes, I would like to, uh, I want to go back to my seminars. My um, seminar, Mental Dynamic of Target Shooting, I think is uh, very important. And some of you who went in my class this, this past today, two days ago uh, understand how the mental aspect is so important and help us move forward. Um, I would keep you guys posted for more classes. For my Virginia people over there. Um, I'm now in Virginia, so we'll be in touch to do more trainings and so just, you know, bear with me. There's a lot on the plate, but um, I don't forget you, ever.
0: (laughs) Jen, we have a lot of ladies that are interested. Is your focus with Girls With Guns shifting from a hunting line to more of a casual line?
2: Yes. (laughs) Hunting is still our core. Um, but again, you know, I mentioned earlier with the shift in all of the gun owners, um, we will never lose that core because it's a huge part of not only who Narissa and I are, but it's a huge part of um, our lifestyle and what we believe America is a little bit about. Um, one of the things that we've done with all of the new gun owners is actually with Christie um, and Ruger, we've been working together to do bring educational videos. And so our shift is a little bit more with education, partnering, of course, with the Well-Armed Woman as well, um, but making it more towards that concealed casual. You'll start to see those new products the way I mentioned coming out. Um, But it's going to be outerwear. It won't be more of a focus on T-shirts and hats, even though that's about a third of our business. But the concealed casual has taken up to now a third of our business, and then hunting is a third. So... The shift here um, and throughout the world as it changes and evolves, we're going to just kind of continue to grow this. This is a year-round business for girls with guns, something where, you know, we need clothes year-round. And, you know, most people are only hunting in certain times of the year. So I think it's a really great and fun um, thing that we're getting into. I know I love it, um, and I think that you guys will get to see a lot more fun stuff coming. But... If you're a hunter, we still have amazing hunting gear. Um, I feel like we perfected that in the women's realm several years ago. And so we're just gonna continue to grow and we actually have a new hunting line that's coming out in 2022.
1: Amazing. Well, speaking of new products, this question uh, can go across the board. Any new products coming in the near future? Who wants to take it first? Well,
7: as some of you have heard,
1: cheetah. We actually, we have a comment on here.
2: Yeah. Okay. Gun
1: to mama. Yes to the cheetah. Yes to the cheetah. So, Claudia, yes
7: to the cheetah. So, yeah, cheetah and, and animal print is big. So, we've got some new new product coming out. I think it's probably going to be on the same shipment as Jen's stuff and Jen in, in November. <laughs> so, probably. lots of new yeah, as, as long as they keep the supply chain slow but still coming. Um, we've got several new designs, some new leathers, some cheetah highlights, um, and um, gosh, all kinds of new stuff coming out, new, new things. So just keep watching. But yeah, the cheetah's going to be fun. So you can carry safely and, and do it in a fun way too. That's fine. Lots of good fashion.
6: Is it okay to talk about something that just came out? (laughs) Uh, We also do something, it's called Smart Choices. Smart Choices is a pack of 84 cards. It's for children ages four through 13. And yep, thank you, thank you. It is not a flashcard system like the image-based decisional drills on making quick decisions. These are 84 cards that are specific subjects of images with bullet points on the back for you to use your own parenting style. There's nothing that we're going to tell you than other a couple little helpful hints on how to talk to your child about some really important subjects. And of course, that's 84 different subjects. And it also is um, age specific. So check that out. That one's smartchoicesimagecards.com. It already has its own separate website. So we just came out with that just, just a few months ago.
5: Hey, I'm not, I'm the only one here that, I'm not selling anything, Uh, so (laughs) I'm like, oh. But no, no, I'll, I like, y'all have heard me mention, we are constantly evolving and growing and we do that in partnership. You know, new programs, new initiatives. We're gonna be doing a teen suicide prevention initiative as well. You know, you got a troubled, an adolescent in your home. Obviously, these are children, you know, it's really important that people are aware, these new gun owners who are introducing firearms into their home. You're worried about a child in your home. You need to be thinking about that and maybe securing that firearm a little differently until they're doing better. So these are the kinds of things that we're expanding. We'll be expanding the Firearm Security Alliance with new campaigns and new resources. We'll be doing veteran family members, law enforcement, and teen suicide prevention, in addition to that women's gun suicide prevention initiative that we are really thrilled to work with you all on. Great, thank you.
3: So I'm not really going to talk too much about core products. I would just say stay tuned. We're always working on development of new products. So um, definitely stay tuned and keep an eye on our social channels and website for that. Um, But one thing I did want to kind of just throw out there, because it is very important to us, is beyond just core product, but um, some of the services that we offer so we don't really just we're not all about just selling you something. We want to welcome you into the community long-term and partner with you from a customer service perspective, warranty, technical services, training, and sports shooting. So um, two new areas that we've really kind of emphasized over the last year and a half is a new division within the Glock Sport Shooting Foundation that is only for females. Um, and I know it sounds kind of intimidating for if there are people who have not actually participated in GSSF before, but you don't actually have to be the best shooter to win a prize. We give away over a half a million dollars in prizes. So just for coming, you're entered to win. Yes. <laughs> um, and I know there are ladies in this room that have won a lot of guns from that. So, um, <laughs> and the second thing that I wanted to add is we do have a new training course through Glock Professional, which is Brilliance in the Basics. Um, We've had a lot of people come to the facility to take that course. It is an excellent course for people who are um, at any level, whether it's starting from a new education standpoint um, to kind of elevating through, and it's always good, I think we've Talked about it. It's always good to refresh on those skills and keep that at the front of mind. So I think those are two new things that are outside of just core product that we've um, recently introduced. Unfortunately, I cannot talk too much about new products coming up.
4: <laughs> she knows, but I know uh, our Walter rep has been telling some of you that the new CCP is coming, improved the M2, so that's great. And. Uh, Little bird may have told me some new stuff is coming soon, so keep looking out for that.
0: I think one of the exciting um, new sorry one of the exciting new additions that Ruger did this year was the new Max 9. So it's that smaller, more compact pistol that you can carry in a nine millimeter, but you also have extended capacities on those magazines, so you know you can carry more ammo, more rounds, and, and conceal it really comfortably, and that's, I think, really important to all of us. I know it is for me, being such a small lady, like, I don't want a big 1911 on my side, <laughs> you know? So um, it's, it's been a fun addition, but,
2: great.
0: Awesome, this,
1: anybody else? Jen, you already talked about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like been there, done that. All right, this is back to you, Casey. Tell us about feedback you've received from chapters using your program. Any interesting uses of the programs or innovations that we could take back to build on the original content?
5: Well, it has been, like I said, it's been amazing to see where this campaign has gone. Um, Folks are integrating into a lot of other things they're doing, right? Uh, There's a chapter leader. Uh, named Trisha from the Gallatin Valley, uh, Montana, Bozeman area, who sent me pictures that, um, anybody from Montana? Oh, no Montana. No one. She we won. got one, yay, got one. One. yay there she we won. go, okay. <laughs> well Trisha, uh, she has been a real evangelist for this and she is in a, she's teaching 75 people a month and every single one of them's hearing about this program. Um, but she also took it to Spudfest uh, Bozeman Spud Fest, which as coming from a farming family. I was like, warms my heart to see our program like stood up at Spud Fest in Bozeman, <laughs> Montana. Um, so it really, it, 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 it's, um, it's not crazy, you know, you have to have some super insane idea. It's just taking it and putting it into things that you're already doing. Every single one of you is out there educating uh, folks, men and women. Um, all over the country, you know, thinking about where you can, you know, slip it in, you know, that she's doing stop the bleed courses and she'll drop in something on gun theft. Um, you know, just finding different ways to integrate it in. Um, you know, one of the folks that we feature in the session is one of your board members, Debbie McDonald, who I'm sure is listening right now. Hi, Debbie. She's in California, couldn't make it. Um, but she took it to the California Rifle and Pistol Association mm-hmm. and, uh, she presented it herself at their chapter meeting and, and then she preached. She was like, I want all y'all to be thinking about this all the time. You could tell she used to be a teacher. Um, and, and now that led to, she introduced us to the national CRPA. There we're I'm probably presenting in November to one of their state gatherings and then we've got requests from at least seven chapters, probably more of the CRPA to do presentations. So we're gonna be enlisting TWA members to go because I, my biggest problem right now is demand, mm. um, is being able to make it to all these places that wanna hear about it. So there's a lot of ways to do this. Let just your mind run free because it, it doesn't have to be some genius innovation. It's just making sure, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it mm. so more people get that message.
0: This next question is for all of you on the panel. Um, if we were to dive a bit deeper into the female demographic, Which age groups do all of you notice growing the most right now? And what types of marketing have yielded the best results for recruitment?
2: For us, I think that we're seeing um, more in like the 40s and 50s age demographic. That's the age range that we're seeing grow. And I don't know if that's because Narissa and I crested over that a couple years ago. (laughs) We've evolved the company. I'm not quite sure why, but... (laughs) It could also be that so many women are coming, are up and coming and becoming new firearms owners. Um, I'm also seeing that trend out on the range as I teach. Um, And it is just continuous, these first time gun owners, um, even women who is just, my husband owned a gun and now I want to, and how how do I do this? So just walking them through the steps. Um, For us, educating ourselves again is the biggest thing. So for me, I'm the boots on the ground, CEO, and trying to get in on the range and learn more myself. And so as I'm educating people and myself, um, we're able to make products better towards that.
0: And what was the second part of the question? (laughs) Um, I've jumped it down to the bottom. Um, how have your marketing approach, um, the things that you're doing, what are yielding the best results for outreach?
2: You know, funny enough, and I know you guys all see this and it's fairly new, I am super behind with social media. Narissa and our marketing director, Serena, really handle that, but mostly because I just don't have the time with the two-year-old and all the other things. But what I'm seeing online is short, quick videos, like Reels, that are only 30 seconds, or even TikToks that people... The attention span of America has gotten smaller and smaller, am I right? And so short, quick educational videos, I think are where we're seeing and what we're diving into. And again, we've already been working with the Well-Armed Woman, you guys can see them on the app, Ruger and Christy, Narissa and I. Um, we did a lot of educational videos that are anywhere from five to eight minutes long. Um, getting out there and keeping them short and sweet, but also hitting on some points that people really wanna see. Because even as instructors, we can always continue to grow. So we're just gonna continue to be adding things like that throughout, um, partnering with the Well-Armed Woman um, and all everyone else.
6: I had to think about it. Mine is probably the image based decisional drills, the class itself. That one has grown in the last year with teens. That's why I had to think about it. Because what has grown the most in what I'm here representing today? is going to be ages 13 through probably 18 coming to the class to learn, to tool cycle, proxemics, the decisions that have to be made within a certain um, um, distance, that type of thing. So that's probably the most surprising is to get two or three 16-year-olds in class, but that is growing. And where it's coming from, once again, this was a surprise to me, it's from the parents that have been either in our classes. We have a range. We're the complete combatant in Dahlonega, Georgia, so we're best known for our firearms training. So the parents that go through you know, another class or are educated outside of us. They're the ones that are referring their their children to us. So that's the most surprising growth we've had.
7: I think we've um, begun to see, and I think you've probably seen it in your chapters too, um, more younger women start to get involved in, in self-defense and in have you seen that? Yeah. So so we're trying to look at that of course in our design always you know lo- younger younger current smaller smaller bags and try to incorporate those um, and it's a challenge when you're trying to when you know when you're trying to gen those when you're trying to fit a gun into a place that is is fashionable and is and is fun to carry or fun to wear um, there 's a lot of components that go into that, and so I think the challenge of um, of meeting current designs is always there, and we actually have also begun to see some of the men carry some of the bags with i think in a lot with the uh, uh, um, with the introduction of our sling back a couple of years or what three years ago I think um, we' were seeing you know some men in that so so, buy for your boyfriend,
3: spouse, too, right? Mm-hmm. Right on. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll just echo real quickly that, yeah, we have seen an increase within the younger demographic. I think part of that 60-some percent of first-time purchasers has, for us on the female side, has really been a split between the younger demographic and um, I guess, as Jen said, you know, kind of that 40 to 50 age range. I think... For us, it's kind of twofold. We really value that younger audience opportunity to educate them because I think that is so vital to the future of um, you know, just this two-way movement in the United States and, and really just that education factor because I feel like we kind of have a blanket in between where um, the mentality is a little bit different in terms of that open conversation. And so that's huge for us again, back to the content shift in our marketing initiatives really is about education. Um, We've got a a fairly younger team on our, especially within our marketing side of things, um, because we are very passionate about that. So that kind of is what drives our content as well. Great. Uh,
1: Relating to this, someone wanted to know, um, a few people want to know, Jen, as an instructor, are you seeing more and more women in your concealed carry classes?
2: So I teach men and women in Northern California, and we're from a smaller community. Um, But I would say about 70% of my class is women. And I don't know if it's because they feel more comfortable coming to a woman. Um, but I, but I do think that's what it is. Um, a lot of ladies ask me, Jen, how come we don't teach ladies only classes? Well, I'm from a small community. I teach about 50 students a month and I do it over a four day period from a range day where they keep their skills fresh. They come back every month or once a quarter, um, an intro class and, um, concealed carry and then CCW renewals. So... So about 50 students a month is my average. And I'm seeing more and more men um, coming as well. But if a man is confident enough to take a class and train with a woman, then I think you're gonna be okay to take a class from him, right? Um, so, but we are definitely, I'm seeing an uptick and I've been doing this consistently. I've been teaching for about three years, but consistently for a year and four months now. And um, I love it, you guys. And I I think that just the more that we get out there, the more that I learn. I learn something every month. And um, getting these women out there on the range comfortable and being able to come back and shoot with me every month um, and continue to do their self-defense training has been just awesome. All right. As far
1: as GSSF membership, it would be so much easier if we could sign up and pay online rather than to have to mail in a check. That wanted to, some. The there's days, a lot of people that...
3: The a days lot of, a lot of are people. numbered. I promise you this has been a work in progress yeah. for many years and it's a huge undertaking. But when I say the days are numbered, I mean like the end of Q4 by 2022. We It's almost ready to launch, I promise. We are in the final stages and have put a ton of work into the entire process so it will be mobile friendly, mobile responsive, That we understand that website has been outdated for a very long time. Um, but it's a huge beast because of the membership base and there is a lot of back end processes that had to be developed for that so that you can sign up online so that you can track your scores. You're no longer going to have to go to the website and find the match and it's, yes. It will all be very user-friendly. I promise, stay with us for a couple months. We're getting there. All right. The next question's for Gabby. Um, Many
0: women are becoming gun owners for various reasons. With the new growth, there are, uh, that are coming from multiple languages and cultures, Um, have you or others that speak more than one language? Uh, going to be providing educational videos or um, ed- educational programs? Anything in other languages? That's a very good question. <laughs>
4: <laughs> As you know, you know, um, creating content takes time, effort, sometimes money. Uh, for those all of you who don't, you know. uh, all <laughs> of it, <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I do have a book in Spanish. My yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> perfecto. <laughs> so um, it's on Amazon, the same book I have, um, Troubleshooting, Mastering Your Pistol Marksmanship. It's also in Spanish. If you don't know how to find it, I could probably put a link and put it on. Um, I have been battling with that, and I'm sure many other shooters who speak different languages, because we are here in the United States, a vast majority of people understand English, right? Uh, but I understand your... Uh, your concern, and my view is that when they come, obviously make them feel welcome, and ask questions. You know what? You know what are, your what are you believe? Why are trying to learn more from them? Uh, in Venezuela, for example, um, the vast majority of women do not get involved in many men sports. Uh, particular firearms, so they may feel probably a little bit more um, intimidated because of social, moral, and all that goes involved with that. Um, but uh, I will definitely have been working on that and I'll work on probably doing some more content in Spanish. That's the only other language I know. <laughs> But uh, yes, uh, so like I said, look on Amazon, tell them. I gave away some of the books in my, in my class uh, in
5: Spanish. I want to add one thing. Is this working now? Yes, okay. I want to add one thing to that, Gabby. Um, another gap, we are an identifier of gaps. There is not a single suicide prevention initiative for Hispanic gun owners in America. There is nothing in Spanish. What we should talk, I mean, I I speak Spanish. My husband is actually from, his family's from Argentina. I live in Miami, so it's kind of like you got to speak Spanish. My mom comes and she's like, they don't speak English in Target. And I'm, you know, I'm like, you know, and I know, I know. I was like, mom, I'll go with you to Target um, in Miami. So, but it's really important, right? If people are coming to this community, yes. Anybody had that experience in Miami? Yeah. so it's, I'm very glad I speak Spanish, um, but it's a, it's a really important thing because as people are women gun owners, uh, younger gun owners, uh, gun owners from other communities, other languages, it's really important that we're giving them everything that they need to be safe, and, and that's part of our mission. So I would love to talk to you, Gabby, about that because it is a very important gap.
0: Okay. Sure. Yeah.
1: And while you have the mic, Casey, you have a, a couple questions specifically to you. Uh, where do the chapter leaders access the content to share?
5: Well, there's a TWA chapter leader page that we created. Uh, I think it's, um, I'll have to, we'll have to post it. I can't, I've lost the URL. But we, um, we are, we have two new pages that we created in response to all the work we've done. We have a retailer resources page. It's, you go to firearmsecuritylines.org and there is a retailer resources page where we have, we talk about the training, we talk about the sales script, we have flyers, we created a print store, because we were getting all this demand for print materials from chapter leaders and from other partners, and we just can't, you know, it's just, so we set up a store with the Broward chapter leader who works at a printing company where people can order them at cost professionally printed. Uh, We also have an instructor resource page that we are adapting, we did that 40 minute training video that a lot of you saw, we're adapting that for a general audience. We also have a four minute training video. We have, we're gonna have a community uh, engagement page that's gonna feature all of your chapter leaders that have, you know, that I'm featuring at the conference, the videos that we did. Um, So that's all there on the website. Firearmsecurityalliance.org, it's uh, easy for people to access and everything, you can download it, you can take it, you know, it's, it's all free to use. Well, that answers how can we get the out, uh, how can we get
1: out the chapters involved, how can we get our chapters involved in the program, so. Yes, absolutely, check it out and reach out, reach out to us if you have ideas. And real quick, they want to know what is the name of that veteran's website again?
5: It's overwatchproject.org. And there, you know, one specific resource on there that is really important is our conversation guide. It really walks you through in very authentic, very (laughs) vet-centric language, so just expect expect some Um, f-bombs. Yeah, I do, I do, yes, I do. I speak veteran, I speak Spanish, and I speak English. Uh, I also speak Southern, you know, like, uh, so I think, you know, you can kind of switch it up a little there, so. Thank you.
0: Brandy, this question's for you. There's some ladies that want to know when the GSSF events are going to start up again since they've been uh, not, not going through the last year and a half.
3: Um, they've been going. Um, it's some of the areas, there are some areas that are um, not as frequent or um, are. we have two different leagues, right? We have the indoor match leagues, and then we have outdoor. Outdoors have continued pretty much all throughout the country, depending on the host range and what the climate is in that immediate area. Um, In fact, I'm going to our annual match at CMP Talladega in three weeks. So um, they are definitely still happening. Um, But yeah, if um, anything that location-wise through the website or through the GSSF Uh, Facebook page, usually those will have all of the upcoming ones listed.
1: Great. Okay. Thank you. All right. Given this is across the board, given that this is a second career or a second vocation for many of us, have you all seen any pushback or had any concerns about attitudes towards this aspect of your life in your other professional arenas? Who wants to? Anyone? Any pushback? No.
5: Mm-mm. Okay. No. Yeah, we the go. answer is no, yes. No, no, yeah. uh, no
7: my, my first career was, um, uh, I'm a retired nurse. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, the, the people that I worked with before I got into firearms, when I tell them what I'm doing now, there's a little bit of shock that goes on because they didn't see me that way. But, um, but no, I don't, I don't think so. I think they've been very supportive in my case.
0: We have quite a few questions, actually, for you anyway. um, (laughs) We're going to keep this rolling. Uh, Thoughts on a new fanny pack design is the first. And the second one is you had mentioned a bag with a hinging handle. Is that going to be on all the bags or just select bags? Okay, so the first one. Fanny pack. First one was about a fanny pack.
7: We introduced a fanny pack. Uh, Let me back up. All um, of the GTM bags, one of the features that we have that a lot of concealed carry bags don't have, I I don't know if any of them do, is every bag that you would purchase from us has been field tested by instructors across the country. Not only do we test for quality, of course, of our stitching and our leather and, you know, those kind of quality things, but they're field tested to show that with practice, we all know how important that is, that with practice you can learn to draw from the bag in in like two to three seconds. Uh, Of course, accuracy is what you're going for, but speed is also important in a defensive situation. So... If those bags, so we might introduce a new product in in January at SHOT Show. That product might not come out until July and it's not just a production issue, um, although nowadays, you know, but um, it's not just a production issue, it's a matter of, that is a prototype, and it's not been through the field testing yet, so until it goes through field testing, and we can make it meet our standards, it does not go into the Gun Totin Mama line. So therefore, sometimes they go out, they get field tested, they need some adjustments, and then, you know, we have to go from there. Um, I was going someplace really good with that. (laughs) Fanny pack. fanny pack. So, fanny pack was one of the things. <laughs> Thank you. It's amazing how you lose it. Um, fanny pack is one of those things that we brought out in January of 2019. Um, it's a difficult. It's a difficult one, y'all. I mean, um, we have the waste pack that we actually brought out for gun toting mamas, and it, you know, it tested it tested really well. And then we tried the fanny pack, you know, the just the old retro style fanny pack. The issue with that is whenever, you, the ability to draw from it efficiently, because you're coming from, sorry, you're coming from a bag that goes across this way, right? And you've gotta somehow get it up and out that you can't draw from it from the side, so it's a matter of the draw, and we just we couldn't get it there. We haven't abandoned the idea; we're still working on it. Um, but yeah, fanny packs are handy, great for hikers and stuff like that. So, um, so we haven't abandoned that idea, but we we haven't gotten there yet. But that just lets you know how important it is to us that it's a safe draw. We won't do it until we can do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Right, and what
0: was the handles other? on the back. Oh yes,
7: so. Um, The Town Tote, some of y'all are familiar with the, the Town Tote or the 51 bag. That's one of our bigger bags. So the fixed handle, that's one of the bags that has the fixed double handle and then also the long strap. There you go. Fixed. So anytime you see those little loops on the side, you know it has a long strap. Most of you know that our, all of our bags have a 11-ply um, steel reinforced strap on them. So you've got the bags that have that handle. Well, if that handle stays up and is fixed, it makes it difficult to access your firearm, especially the new bags that we have that have the top draw, mm-hmm. the... the um, the rare earth magnet top draw. So we have adjusted that to make those handles where they flop down out of your way. Um, I'm trying to think what we have that still has fixed handle. We're, anyway, we're making adjustments on those things. That's one of those things that Claudia is so good about listening to you. When I said, send us your ideas, I mean that. I'm telling you, she is not afraid of the challenges of something that you have an issue with and that needs to be changed. She's not afraid of that. So if you have something specific, I want you to take part in our Facebook page, respond. Like I said earlier, don't just like or, or love, whatever
1: it is. Actually give us feedback. We're not afraid of that. So. Yeah. We have two minutes left, so we are going to rapid fire. But I do want to remind you all to support our sponsors. You can do that by completing the surveys posted in the conference platform. So support all these ladies as much as you can. We still have a bunch of questions. I've got a minute and 30, so we're going to run through them as much as we can. We want you guys to have the answers.
0: So the first, the last one we'll really touch on quickly. With censorship on social media, are there alternative platforms that any of you uh, business owners are participating in Gab, MeWe, any other independent forums? that our members can join, that you guys are trying to get out and get the word and kind of get away from some of the censorship?
3: For us, we have our own member-run forum. Um, It's called Glock ID. It's currently undergoing a complete overhaul and refresh, um, which is supposed to come out at NRA. So now that... Um, that's not going unfortunately, um, but it should be coming soon so um, we're really excited about that but it is a community member run forum it's a great opportunity for people to still engage get information um, so and there's training tools and things like that in there so threads and sharing information
1: and can you plug
3: can you plug the women's program link which women's program link GSSF. GSSF. Uh, GSSfonline.com is the GSSF website. And so the, within GSSF, you do that membership for $35. You can shoot any of the competitions. And every match will have a female ladies side match that you get entered in. So if you shoot, then you get entered into that extra raffle. It's just an extra way to win another gun. <laughs> right. Right. Right quick,
4: I just want to say that join the newsletters for the manufacturers, or so the business that you're interested on, um, just keep on touch because this social media, Facebook and all of them, they require them to pay and they don't get the reach, as much reach, so if you sign up for the newsletters, that would be the best thing you can do is for you to be on top of, you know, what's going on.
0: I think most uh, firearms manufacturers can't do boosted posts to increase their reach in an advertising manner. I know with my content... That's a hard no if I'm doing any links to purchase, so a lot of these social media companies you guys might get a little frustrated with, like, wow, why don't they just put a link on this Facebook post to their website so I can easily access this information. Literally, our ad accounts get shut down, manufacturers get fired from Facebook, and you start from literally ground zero. So. Please bear with everybody on social media because the way we can share content has to be very strategic and precise. If you're not finding the links that you're hoping for, don't get mad. Just please have some empathy and understanding that we're trying to educate you, but they will not let us get everything directly in front of you. It's a backhanded censorship. We're doing our best. And that's a good way to wrap it up. Can all of you, and go down the
1: line, plug your companies and social media and however everyone can uh, buy your products and reach out. Okay.
7: So we are, uh, our website is GTMoriginals.com. Um We do have a Facebook page. Get on there and, and, and Instagram. Um, and there we go.
6: <laughs> I am the complete combatant. You're going to find us at imagebaseddecisionaldrills.com and we are on all the little social media. There's nothing. But we also do have a very active YouTube page under the Complete Combatant. Check that out, it's fun. Thank you guys for having me.
5: Well, I've already said it prior. Overwatchproject.org, Firearmssecurityalliance.org, but to plug our social media, which I haven't yet, is at FSA protect. Please follow us, y'all, and share our stuff because it's important. And then Overwatch Proj, at overwatchproj, P-R-O-J. So please help us get that content out. It's a really important time. Thank y'all. Thank you.
4: Waltherarms.com. You can find them on social media as well. That's Walther Arms. They are sharing a lot of educational videos. Uh, from great instructors, so keep an eye on that and make sure to give their thumbs up.
3: Glock.us, and then GSSF program is gssfonline.com, glocktraining.com, both of those last two are in the process of refresh. And then uh, we are both on Facebook and Instagram, um, and YouTube as well, but what I would say is Especially for you guys, if you would email marketing at Glock.us for specific content needs, there are some things that we do have that we don't necessarily publish that are available resources for you guys that are focused towards your audience for your chapter. So if there's something specific you're looking for, our entire team has visibility to that email box and monitors it every day. So please feel free to reach out to us and and not all at once, hopefully, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks for having me today. Um, You can find Girls With Guns Clothing at gwgclothing.com. And um, also, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you will just type in girls with guns clothing. I don't recommend typing in just girls with guns.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, ladies, all of you, so much for joining us. I think everybody really enjoyed everything. Thank you for listening to the Wild and Uncut podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to subscribe to my Pursue the Wild digital series on YouTube and follow me at Christy Titus on Facebook and Instagram.